Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Extended Minds. I am your boy, Digital Crystalline, and um, this is, I believe, the third or the fourth episode. Um, a lot's happened and transpired since we last spoke. <coughs> Been doing a lot of inner healing work, uh, really accessing the love and the expression that is naturally mine. Um, I don't know if I'm going to talk as much shit on this episode. I might. I might. Because I, I love to talk shit. But I would, I would like to center this episode around an inherently more... I'm sorry, a, a more inherently conducive theme. Which is the integration of certain aspects of alignment itself. Okay, so as you're integrating these aspects of your alignments with yourself, you're going to begin to notice that it is marginally easier to follow your intuitive guidings. It's easier to speak from your mind because your mind is full of the essence that is running over in your heart. If you're focused on teaching with love or understanding so that way you can teach eventually, then what you're going to do is you're going to integrate uh, that alignment to a far greater extent than someone who is not um, on a path to, to teaching or guiding or healing. Okay. Um, and I hope that makes sense. So what, what I've been experiencing is, um, an expression of a certain expanding, morphing, uh, contorting, con con contrast, uh, contrasting essence that allows for me to integrate my own alignment by way of paying attention, okay? And to pay attention doesn't mean you have to focus solely on what is taking place, but to, to, to pay attention uh, simply means that you are focusing on what is most prudent, like I said, conducive, that will allow a greater... Um, cohesion, a more, a more cohesive, <clears throat> I'm sorry, a more cohesive experience to be uh, with, um, I'm sorry, sorry, uh, manifested or beheld. Um, and by doing this, what we're doing is we're leaving seeds of information or packets of uh, psychic energy uh, within a delivering system that comes right on time, literally every time, because you pre, you, you it's almost like uh, pre-subscribing to, to information that's going to come back to you, okay, in the future and the time that you set it for, because you know that you will need to um, uh, archive this information so that you will have access to that information at a very um, pre-arranged setting, because like I said, you, you've already placed the seeds of that psychic energy there to be delivered to you at that moment. Okay, when we talk about becoming more thorough, when we talk about becoming more thorough, what we're doing is we're, we are understanding that those uh, previously seemingly um, those previously seeming minuscule Okay, those previously seemingly minuscule aspects of your attention, of your attentive responses to certain stimuli around you, right? So you're, you're going to integrate that. And by becoming more thorough, what we're talking about is being able to, um, to work with and pay very close attention to that which... Previously, you would have thought to be very minuscule and not um, that that minuscule aspect was not uh, uh, hitherto or heated, but in the sense in the aspects that you are now going to begin to put that perception in the fore of whatever it is that you are becoming more attentive to. Okay, because this is an aspect of integrating and an actuality, all right? We're not talking about an, an eventuality that you're integrating. You're integrating an actuality, 
You're integrating something that is actually taking place at this moment, okay? So when you, when you begin to integrate that which is taking place um, momentarily, then you, you can begin to understand why that moment and the facts of that matter have taken place. And that which will allow for you to beforehand see the previously interconnected incidents and occurrences that allowed you to be able to see um, what had allotted for and subsequently created that happening at that very moment. Okay, so <clears throat> when we are allowed by ourselves to acquiesce the uh, abnormalities of the mind, of the mental aptitudes, and you are allowing yourself to delve in that, then there's an expansion that takes place, okay? And that is when that those, like we said, those previously minuscule, previously seeming minuscule aspects will now have begun to become very, very important. And you can see their, their alignment and their importance within your subsequent integration and integral experience. Because taking the time to recognize the simplest approach to what it is that you are doing from the mundane to the arcane, when you are able to do these things with a uh, corresponding uh, word coming to my mind is panspermia. I don't know. Uh, a non-central, a, a decentralized operation. Your, your mind is moving into a decentralized operating system. You are, you are beginning to look aboard and from beyond that, van, that veil um, and you are able to see that um, interpolation. Okay? Now, this correspondence okay is is integral to your creative processing each time you are able to recognize and recall what it is you've already done creatively then you're going to be able to realize what is needed to be done in the future based off of the most maximized and the highest, um, I'm sorry, the, uh, the most optimal preordained choices or those choices that were made previously or uh, previous to uh, the coming about of this expansion. Okay, you're going to begin to create the firmament that will allow for you to create your own ecosystem. Okay, and when we say ecosystem, we, we mean the ecology behind how it is that you are organically creating these new optimal prescriptions and presets of formalities and um, able to then format these formalities into a intelligible organized system. When you decide to 
break away from those molds that do not allow for you to grow, what you are doing is you are saying, okay, brain, I am now ready to access that neuroplasticity. I am now ready to access brain that feature that previously was um, very unconsciously known to me, but now I am consciously aware of this neuroplasticity and that which is the ability to create more synaptical junctions, um, thereby increasing the ability for more uh, synaptical firings within your molecular structure and that which is cognitive what you're able to be cognitively aware of within your own molecular structure. Okay. Now, it is becoming increasingly apparent to me the necessity and the importance of these podcasts, these extended minds, okay, um, it is becoming more important to me to begin to push the understanding of what an extended mind is, okay, because all that you have exists already within the mind, But then to extend that capacity or quality that is quantitative to that which is uh, qualitative of the creation. Now, it is becoming more beautiful And that is to say, it is becoming more easy to view that which is most apparent. It's a level of comfort and alignment that allows you to bring forth from the storehouse that which is most aligned with that which will give you a higher um, fruit, a more fruitful harvest. That which you have already pre-described yourself, you've already pre-ascribed yourself to receiving and for it to be delivered at a certain time. And this is the psychic energy that you are accessing at this time, these psi banks, these psi-matics, automatic circulations of the uh, psionics, right? Excuse me. Now, as we're beginning to break away from the corresponding matters of this reality, we're beginning to break into the more allotted for happenings and circumstances. Like I said, you are now integrating the more minuscule aspects of your energy, of your, that which is predestined, pre-written, you can say, is there for you to begin to work with and mold yourself. You are 
the beginning of a new ecology. You are the beginning of a new ecosystem or ecological processing. Now, when you become more purposefully integrated into your own um, exemplification, of this energy then you're going to begin to reordain or reorder that which is needing to be ordinarily and not to say as in every day but ordinarily meaning it's origination is of one of fluidity, substance, and awareness and understanding. Now we're already 17 minutes in and this is getting heavy. Get you some drinks. That's what I'm about to do. Wet my whistle. Um. <laughs> um. Yeah. So, shout out to Anchor FM. A shout out to all of my subscribers, the followers on Spotify and Anchor as well. Shout out to everybody at my YouTube name, which, or my YouTube channel, by the way, I'm sorry, uh, which I have a new YouTube name now titled Crystalline Tarot. That's two words, Crystalline Tarot at YouTube. Uh, you can look this up on the app or on your normal web browser by any smartphone, any, any held, handheld or desktop device that has internet access. So... Um, I want you to understand that we are a global <laughs> sorry <clears throat> we are a global we are a circulatory beingness okay and we are within a certain ramification okay that creates certain realms of integration and um, interception You have the possibility of accessing this pre-ordained uh, expression. Now we are taking off into the limitless nature of ourself. You see? You are now walking 
in your limitless nature. And it's a pleasure, as always, everyone, to, to do this and to deliver everything. I remember how happy I was on my first podcast, the smile on my face, uh, just to um, start doing a podcast. I just thought it was the coolest thing, you know, uh, thought it was very neat uh, to have that opportunity. And so I'm, I'm forever thankful and I am, uh, am eternally and as well as extraordinarily grateful and filled with much gratitude to begin to continue this beginning. <laughs> um, and this is episode number four, I believe. And um, it actually might be episode number three. I'm so sorry. It's episode number three or four. Which one? Whatever episode number I give it, episode number it is. Damn it. But, um, so it's just really, really fun. And like I said, it's, it's neat, man. It's a, it's a very neat idea. It's, it's cool. And, um, you know, it's all you got to do is you got your phone and you, you have your service and you download Anchor and Spotify so you can listen to your uh, playbacks or just, you know, keep it on Spotify or I'm sorry, Anchor if you want and you know if you're if you're you know not in a place that has um really good service you can still do it with wi-fi okay um <clears throat> this is really cool guys Super duper cool. Um, hey, 2022. Or 2222, I'm sorry. These connections that are being made throughout the cosmos are extravagant. They're immaculate. They're literally miraculous, you know. And as we're beginning to work to work these signs and these wonders, we know we're working these signs and these wonders. You know, this is a part of that uh, that stuff, man. That that, that juice. <laughs> So, um, yeah, I'm about to get a juice, uh, maybe something to snack on, just ate a cheeseburger, probably going to eat another one, I'm going to chill on the food for a couple days, maybe, I'm not sure, uh, yeah, but, you know, so, on a lighter note, really, for a while, just, you know, because probably going to wrap this up here pretty soon, but um, I live in the Midwest, you know, and <laughs> now that I kind of look at it, it is actually very Western. It is. It is very Western. <laughs> and I don't know why this is just now hitting me, honestly. Like, it was hitting me really hard that, that, that I live in the Midwest. I don't know. I don't know. It's a very existential moment. Um, so, yeah, it's, it's really cool here. I like it a lot. I love it. I love, I love where I grew up. I love my, my small town. Um, it's not very small actually. Anyway, honestly, it's a pretty decent sized city. I'm gonna lie, and I've been to a lot of places in America, and this, the city's still the city's very big. It's not a small city at all. Um, <laughs> it's a very big city. Uh,
yeah, sorry if that was boring. It's not really anything, like I said, pretty thirsty right now. It's kind of hot, I guess. It's really hot here, dude. Like, it literally, uh, we have record-breaking, record-breaking temperatures, um, high heat every year. <laughs> literally every single year, the, the city I'm from has record-breaking heat indexes, you know? So... I think that's pretty cool. Um, oh yeah, everyone! I thank you for tuning in again to Extended Minds. It's your boy Digital Crystalline signing out. Peace, love, and supreme source connection in transmission. So, welcome back! Welcome back, everybody! It's your boy Digital Crystalline. And today I have a very, very special guest, a very dear friend of mine, um, whom I suspect is a composite, whom I know is a composite of energies of um, friends that I had in another life, in other lifetimes. We'll get more on that subject. Uh, introducing D Monk. Is hey. it? So um, we're gonna. This is this you're you're very special, dude, because you're our first guest. You're the first guest here on um, literally the cosmos best podcast this is the first podcast actually that people can tap into um telepathically and there are certain people who are um beginning to register with this with this analysis but um so just tell us a little bit about yourself you know what what you're into you know what i'm saying what your plans are uh, how you feel about today let's, let's start with how you feel about today and and then go on from there today is in today how life is or today is in how today is today today is in how today is and then i guess you can tell us about how life is well shit, it's been a good day so far i mean honestly um life has been pretty shitty but i'm just rolling with the punches you know i'm trying to get my shit together for my kid and that's about it. I mean, honestly, all I think about is like, what do I got to do to get him, you know, get him straight, get, make sure my kid's straight. That's all that matters to me, for real, at this point in time. I mean, and it sucks that, I, I mean, I love my kid to death, but like, I feel like I sold my soul to him. <laughs> you know, I feel like right now, like if as long as my kid was cool, straight, and I knew he'd be happy and successful, I'd slit my throat. You know, I don't care. I'll kill myself. <laughs> and see, okay, so, and I want to explain that to people who might, the, I know, yeah, the, no, you know it's not I'm off-putting, not, not literally, you know, uh, uh, because, you know, we take mental health very seriously, yes, and this is, this is a, a podcast that is um, more so directed towards um, underlying mental health and psychology, but it's in a very occult and esoteric um, I guess terminology. The better way to put it would be if someone came up to me and said, look, you have to die, but your son will be successful and happy, and he will live a good life. I would die. I would, I, would, I would choose death for that. Because that's all my point know, in being here is. is. Is to be here for him. Okay, so I'm going to put the, the esoteric in there for you guys. So basically what what so what so we are saying is um, we are our inner child, as well as when we have children, those are the manifestations physically of um, a very spiritual underlying current within us. And uh, to say that you would slit your throat uh, for your child just to make sure he's happy is saying that you would um, get rid of all of that with that, which is within you. Um, you would give your blood to be the person that they need you to be because we can only speak from our own perspective um, is what I'm learning and growing to understand with this unity. But, um, and I, I can attest for that because with my child, um, his name's Miles and um, Miles is uh, seven years old now. And um, I, I have willed Miles my magic. Okay. Now this is, this has happened many times. And when you will a child your magic, like Devin said, I feel like I sold my soul to him because we did and we, we will get an update and when i gave miles my soul or my my uh, magic when i willed my son my magic i got more magic 
Okay, now this is something that is very protected, and it's something that and cannot. It's not a selfish thing either. It's not because you cannot do this regularly. This only comes at um, times of rites of passage for those who are um, aware of those types of rites of passage. And as you're giving your child your magic, you are doing so to save your own life. And this is internally as well as externally because he is your own life and you are the life within you seeking a newer vessel, seeking a younger frame and form of um, sight and vision and perception. We can only manage so much, you know. So when that kid comes, you have to almost do that because it's like, that's why he's there. It's overwhelming. It is. Otherwise, it is. You will get overwhelmed and you will fail. Or yes. you will fall. You will fall. All right. And so when, when we when we say uh, fall or fail, you know, because uh, we're, we're speaking about frequency, you know, we're not speaking about falling from heaven. Right. We're speaking about falling from frequency. And when you're falling from a certain frequency, what it means is that you are going to a baseline, Okay. I don't want people to get confused, so so listen. Um, when you go to the baseline, what you're doing is, from my experience, is you are shedding um, these ideologies that you did not adopt on your own. Um, all the things you were implanted All by. the things that we were implanted by. And when we take a, accountability for our actions, what we're saying is we take accountability for my actions or our actions in not being able to make our own actions so it nullifies that because you were never told or you never taught something you're only told and you followed the directions to be taught and to be told are two different things and this is something we are beginning to learn unless you begin to teach yourself this is the the self initiations uh to these greater mysteries right and um uh at this time we're we're i don't want to talk too much but um (laughs) we are and it's hard sometimes to speak these things, these truths, um, and it blocks the throat chakra uh, because we have been programmed not to speak on our extraterrestrial contacts, our our alien presence being ourselves. You know, we've we've been taught that these crystal children, indigo children, Blu-rays that we're not real, and now most of us are Blu-ray adults, crystal rainbow adults, and that are just mundane. That are just mundane, literally. And we're not meant to be mundane. Um, we are meant to be extraordinary. And those are those people with the nine to fives go to work every day and, and hate their lives. And maybe they don't hate their lives. Maybe they don't. But like it's the it's black and white for them. There's not that middle nirvana, that gray space, you know, that they can explore. And so for that, they stay blind all the way through until the end. And then when the end comes, I don't know, like, you know. If you're not looking into that gray space, how are you going to be ready for it when it comes, you know? You got to be able to dive head first into that. And I feel like people who just see black and white, it sucks for them because, like, and I hate this because, like, I don't, I can't argue with someone who sees black and white because you will not get my point if you don't see the gray, you know? Because that's where I live. I'm in, uh, that's why I'm demonk. I'm demonky. Like I'm, I go the middle way. I'm a monk, you know. Like, it's it's straight up like dates all the way back to ancient Mongolia, like the monks and all of that. Like, this monk had been meditating for I think it was forty years, and like he was his heart was still beating and everything. He hadn't moved. He hadn't eaten. He hadn't drank. He hadn't opened his eyes for forty years. And he just stayed like that. Well, what happened after? Did he? He's, he's they, entomb- they entombed his body, and I'm pretty sure his heart was still beating when they entombed his body. And it's they built a big, um, like monument of him over his actual body, like a big, huge monument over his actual body. So it's like, to my like, I get it. But I'm going off track here because there's a lot to think about. Yeah, I know my mind's getting confungled. We when we, <laughs> when we do that, right? Um, <clears throat> so <clears throat> um, before it's a big deal because I'm still 
I'm still working with it, right? Um, one one of my friends asked uh, why my voice is why my voice changes so much, and I told him because I was meditating at one point in time, and I began to speak with the voice of every single incarnation that I'd ever had or ever will have, and I, I did this um, at one time, and it, there were layers upon layers of infinite voices of of my own. And I'm still tapping into these. I'm a Taurus. So my chakra is the throat chakra. <clears throat> and, um, you know, in a world where people are taught to speak from their diaphragm, I've always, since since I've come about this information, understood that for me, that is um, that is adverse. That's um, uh, contradictory. Uh, that's contradictory because um, my throat chakra is my center, my, my stomach, my solar plexus, my hara what is also known as uh, the sea of energy, which is your abdomen. Um, that is not my center. My center is here in my throat. <clears throat> so um, you will hear my voice change uh, a lot. And it's, uh, it's a lot for me to deal with. I just want to say that because it takes a lot of energy regulation that I'm not used to moving through my body purposefully because I've always uh, tapered that. Um, and the reason I'm saying this is because um, – we at this time are asked to step out of our limiting self-beliefs and behaviors. And a lot of these self-beliefs and behaviors have to do with things like humility. Um, humility is not humbling yourself. Humbling yourself is being humiliated. Um, you, you have been grated. You have be, you, now you are, um, you are grateful for your knowledge because you have already been humiliated in what you have projected that you do not know. Yeah, that's what I said in that one song, you know, please protect my loved ones and all my fucking friends. I know that they forgot me, but I'm not the same as them. Lord, just keep me humble in your name. I pray. Amen. Like, I know, I know that my friends forgot me. I know that they left me behind, but I'm not gonna be on that level because they just left me behind. I want to stay humble because of that. They taught me through that negative experience that I don't need them, you know. I, I, I That led me to where I am here today, and I honestly wouldn't change it then. Wouldn't have it any other way. Absolutely. <clears throat> so because I was a fool. I was an yeah. absolute fool. I, I spent, I spent $10,000 in two weeks on people that I haven't talked to in, well, since that last dollar was spent, you know. Like, it, it's, it, I was an idiot, and... Because of that, I am a better person, I think. And I also know what to not do with $10,000. (laughs) $10,000 is a pretty decent chunk of change, man. I should have got a car. Straight up. I went and got like a little $3,000, $4,000 whip, dude. I tried, dude. I called like two, three different car places. Not places, like on Facebook Marketplace, you know? Mm -hmm. And every time I called, it was, oh, we sold it. Or, oh, it's no longer available. Like, it was just like I wasn't meant to. And then I got my dad a car, <laughs> you know, he got a car immediately and I bought him a TV and an Xbox one and yeah, all kinds of shit. But I don't know certain things that I've had a really shitty life. Okay. And like for me to be the positive, like trying to go get that shit person that I am today, like that just speaks to me, honestly, even it's just like, dude. If you knew how shitty my life was, I feel like a lot of people just wouldn't want to even, like, even begin to step into my moccasins, you know? Like, nobody would walk a mile in my shoes. Nobody would even try to wear my shoes. And that, um, which always leads me to say shit like, um, we, we star children, all right? We indigo, crystal, Blu-ray, I myself am a Blu-ray, a Lumen Twin Flame. Uh, I'm 31 years old, so um, soon I will be moving into my liquid plasma state, my complete um, Christ body. Sorry, you remember when you said that I look like you? Mm -hmm. And you know how we're 10 years apart? Yeah. And that's... Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Uh, What you are... What you are realizing right now, Devin, is something that, uh, to which when I, when I started to realize this, I was speaking to, um, my teacher, um, who had appeared before me and his name was Sean. And 
I looked at Sean after he asked a very beautiful question. Remember the other day when you uh, walked in the house and you're like, some dude said I look like Jesus. I was like, oh, you're on the Jesus stage. The reason I said that, Someone bro. Someone called me John White last night, too. The reason, the reason I said that is because um, the, when I say you're on the Jesus stage, is it's a very real stage of transition. Yeah, I've been hearing it, too. I've been hearing it, too. That, I've been hearing it, too. Um, that's the other ones from the other side. Okay, so essentially, I walked into a house, and I had long hair, too. And I was just talking my shit. Summertime, I didn't have any shoes on or anything. And um, I was wearing a red hoodie. Was it one of my hoodies that day? I might not have been wearing it. It was summertime, so shit. I wear hoodies all year. Yeah, but, um, yeah. But um, anyway, so I, I get in the house, and I'm just telling about my realizations and my revelations. And this dude pops up from behind a countertop, and he's like, are you Jesus Christ? Mm-hmm. And, you know, from a lower perspective, not a lower perspective, but um, a less aware state of being um, for myself, I would have said yes, wow. but I did not. Instead, I turned to him and I responded, I have reason to believe that I am of the same soul lineage as the one they call Yeshua. Yes. To which he responded, because I am always to ask, I am never to assume. I then looked at him as he had talked to me for a while, D-Monk, and I said, wait a minute, you're a past life parallel. And I'm really flustered. I was like, you're a, a past futures parallel version of my, he's like, I was like, you're you're me. He's like, the universe is just as natural as anything else, isn't it, Alonzo? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, right now, yes, I, you are another incarnation of me. We, I am literally an incarnation of you. Like, personally, like, we are incarnations of each other. But who's teaching him? We are both teaching each other. One yeah. hand washes the other. That's One hand washes thinking. the other. Because we, me and you are... I don't think we teach each other. I think we learn. We learn together. from each other. We, we learn together. We are as one a student yes and the master right our composite together and this this it's is literally a, like yin and yang yes there right. is they really is bro and there are there there's another one of us there's another one oh it's it's jason think about it it's jason there's a bunch of devin with a little alonzo and then there's a bunch of alonzo with a little devin <laughs> this is this is cosmic this is and what i what i was trying to start to say was we are literally monks we are um, and Arcturus Ross said this in Superhuman Star Seeds on YouTube. He said, us star children, we were like monks, priests, shamans without monasteries. And it is a literal travesty that we are not recognized for who we are. And this is, this is why things like this are happening. So that way we can be recognized as that light we are and we shine forth and, from source. And he's not saying like, Oh, we, we we want people to treat us a different way. We just want to be seen. seen for what we are. But people are too blind to the world these days. Everybody's too into their phones and what's happening on Facebook and what Joe Biden did last week and how Kim Kardashian's fucking waist looked in that one photo. Or It's just all... It's, it's to blind. It's monotonous. It is. The masses are blind. And um, see, so those of you who listen to this, you're you're going to be aware that we are light beings. You know, we are actually primordial. We are prime ordeal itself. Okay, and um, we are here to do things like explain to scientists the shape of consciousness and to give, uh, you know, blueprints to new technologies. Um, but seeing that's the thing, we are we do these things. And it scares the world. This and this is why, and I, I understand that. I understand that, bro. But um, the the point I'm trying to make is, we have to now at this point, um, we have to as a species, a literally different species, we have to now um, not force it, but it has to be known. And this is not life or death. Um, in by way of you know fighting physical warfare there, there is no forcing it it's, it's just the simple fact that it is and it always will be and, and it has to it, it has to be that way because right. there is no growth and we cannot sacrifice the growth of an entire cosmaya which is far beyond the scope of any living being to uh, understand or explain and we cannot um as each are connected we can no longer sacrifice uh, a very integral piece for pieces of that into of that integral being that will not assimilate 
with that integral beingness. Does that make sense? Yeah, it does. And just to let everyone know, like, I do not do research on any of this stuff. Like, Alonzo's the guy to, like, talk to about stuff like this. But literally, we met each other. He moved into my house. Uh, you know, he pays rent here. And we were strangers. And immediately, like... Shout out to my parents. My parents actually pay rent. And I'm just I'm trying to do what I do. Hey, life, life shit, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had to give him a shout out for that energy, bro, because that, that is significant. But, but I'm sorry. But we, we were strangers that just immediately clicked. Like, immediately clicked. Like, I'm telling you, it was night and day. It was weird. But our energies are so powerful, like... When I got, I just came home like oh, about a week ago and I was here for four days and I came into this house multiple times. I was in the same room as him and everything, but I didn't want to say hi until we saw each other face to face. It felt like uh-huh. that energy tension could not be broken because it was so strong. So I walked in one morning, he was doing dishes and I waited till he turned around and I was like, ah, <laughs> and he was like, ah. It, it fucked me up because I could feel it. I could sense it. <laughs> I could sense it. Um, and uh, I honor, I, I honor this this new growth because um, his mom's always yelling at me, and she's like, "Stop hiding your voice." And it's it's hard. It's it's hard not to. Um, and I'm I'm growing into that that emanation of self. But when um. Because I'm honestly embarrassed about it. It's like puberty a thousand times a day. It really is. It, it, it's embarrassing to me. It's like, hey, guys. And then, hey, the next minute. And then I'm like. That's so. how my cousin Seth is, bro. He, like, he, he'd be like, what? He's like, no, dude. And then he'd be like, huh? Like, he gives away lighter. And then I'll bitch him out. And he'll be like, no, man. Like, I didn't. He's like, okay, Morty, calm down. It's, it's hard, dude, because, like, my voice is, is about this registry. But it gets so deep sometimes the calmer I am. He can't hear you. That he literally can't hear me. And it doesn't, I, I don't want to speak out loud. So, you know, it's, it's these different interview voices or this, you know, the public speaking voice. Um, you know, but any you that you accept is is the best you. Yeah. Any you that you accept is the best version of yourself. And that's authenticity. That's, that's uh, sincerity. When it comes down to it, like, that's one thing I, I had to learn growing up. Like, I always thought, like, took what other people thought about me very, very seriously. Now, I don't give two flying ducks. <laughs> Dude, because <laughs> seriously, seriously, like, um, you know, in the midst of my spiritual awakening and progression, um, it, it went from, you know, everything internally, my internal monologue, to anybody anywhere is always fuck them they're stupid they have no idea what they're talking about and i'm really sad that i have to be around them well uh growing i realized well i thought that i had to get rid of that voice and then as uh you know i'm coming to in these recent days like within literally just the past five three to five days um i'm realizing wait a minute um i've been allowing a lot of um uh, non-existent memories and energy speak for my beingness um do you know what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Yeah. These cool. ghosts of these other people uh, mm. speak for me and they're nowhere around. They have not been around actually for a very long time. It's just that when you are a crystal child, a rainbow, a Blu-ray child, you are you are far beyond the scope of, of human society to the extent that you yourself um, under these bad relationships and these past traumas, you yourself are not perceiving your magnificence. Like you are limited in your power, literally, because you cannot recognize your being as as the superlative source being that it truly is. And that's because we have adopted these ideologies and false senses of self, which which limit our, our potential. Absolutely. Like uh, you got to think and it's almost like we're forced to do this. Uh huh. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. Mama, make that money. I love you. Love you. But, um, like, we're almost forced to, to, like, change and, like, almost be fake in a sense. Because, like, think about it. Would you honestly have any friends if you weren't? A bit fake? Yeah. 
Yes, you would. You have to be. We would. Well, yes, we have to be. Or you'll offend them. You offend some people. You will, you will offend the fuck out of people. Right. And that is where they're. And that is not our place. But that is our place when it is our place. Right. Um. See, I was going to say this earlier, or uh, I was thinking about this earlier yesterday, cutting the grass. This is a disclaimer for you know, and I'm gonna put this on every episode. If you are listening to my podcast, you are a very advanced being. And I don't, I, I'm not going to humiliate or, or um, humilify, make that humble. You mm-hmm. are a super being. You are literally a, a fucking comic book character. Especially if you made it this far. Like, <laughs> on God, yeah, like, if you've made it this far, you are a fucking super human cosmic. Anyone else would have gave up the first one. Like, they wouldn't even click. What the fuck is that? No. Like, if you've made it and you're talking this far, bro, and you're, you're and you're with us this this far, bro, you are a very <laughs> exceptional being, and, and you need to be on this podcast, and and you will be attracted <laughs> to this podcast. You will eventually end up being on this podcast, and this will just be future credence for that because you you as your person, I know you are um, going through a lot, and people have uh, you know exiled and alienated you. You you are a super being. Um, and this this universe is a free will. It's a free will cosmos, you know. Um, so a, a lot of the ways we are tapered and shepherded and created as sheep is by people telling us no one can be better than another person. Um, nobody can have more power than anyone else. Um, you, you don't have these abilities to destroy and create whatever you want. And we do. We, we literally I do. I believe ultimately in creative destruction. Creative I destruction. There's creativity in the destruction of everything. Because they're from the destruction of everything comes life or the growth of something. You can't have, like, think about it. They tear down an abandoned building. What happens next? Well, they tear up the ground, make sure it's like all nice, ready for to be built on, and they build uh, another company or they put a uh, farm there or whatever. You know, it's like. My dad was talking to me the other day, like, what are we going to do with all the dead bodies after the graveyards fill up? My dad said, first off, we fucked up by digging the feet six-foot hole. It should have been a way deeper hole, and our family should have been stacked on top of each other. See, and I'll tell you this. This was um, in an ancient, ancient culture, uh, religion called Zoroastrianism. What they used to do with uh, the dead bodies is they would take them and they would put them on these um, uh, these buildings, basically, and they would just leave them there. And the vultures and, and, and scavenging birds would come and pick their bones clean. And then I'm pretty sure they would do something with the bones and have a funeral arrangements for the bones. Um, what I'm getting at is that we we are a death culture without respecting death. Right. We are a death culture without respecting death itself. We do not respect the. You do not put a dead body into the earth. Um, if if you are if you are doing that right, you would understand that we came alive from the earth, and so why would we put our death back into the earth? Our death would most likely fit in the air, well, literally. Ergo, why you burn the body like the Vikings did on a pyre? Um, out in the ocean right you send it off exactly the this is alchemical right so we have the earth which is where we grew we grew all of our compartments of air fire and water which is um air is emotion or air is thoughts uh water is emotions and fire is um what's fire i'm fire 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 is Mm -hmm. um power fire air is thought Water is foundation. Or I'm sorry. Earth is foundation. Air is thought. Water is emotion. And fire is feelings. Fire is your feelings. Okay, so we were born on this earth. Now we have to leave the way that we uh, grew, basically. And I can't explain it any better, but he said it right when he said, send us out on a pyre, burn us, set us on fire, and then allow our spirits to rise into the air. And I mean, to each their own. You know, you know yeah, yeah, but, for real. But think about it. Like, back in my dad's day, my dad's dad's funeral costed $10,000. And that was an expensive funeral back in the day. Now, you can't even bury somebody for $10,000. You can't even put someone back into that which they came from for less than that which is coming from the earth. See, 
and this is the issue with money. Um, and this is what's cool about uh, advanced super beings. We're we're moving into our supra human state. Um, you know, these the our parents uh, they're going to be superhumans. We're we're supra humans. We are we are the advanced cosmic. Fast and furious. We we are we are literally the most powerful beings in the entire cosmos. This is not a universe thing. We are the most powerful beings in all of existence. I can already see, see the comments. You guys aren't shit. <laughs> most most powerful beings in all of existence, and th- this is this is, um, you know, this literally, is literally. I've been living my life like if I want it, I'll have it. it because it's I have a video to. game. It is. It's a, it is. Life is a fucking video this. game, and I have the fucking cheat codes. I do straight up. And Straight up. I'm figuring them out every day. And every single day. Literally, I if I want something, like think about it. The other day, I hadn't had any money at all for the entire time I've been here. And I begged Tim for that $10 or that $5 so I could start manifesting money. I got that $5. I've been waiting on my taxes for how many months now? It came in that fucking day. Like literally an hour after I got that $5. Got my taxes in. And then um, uh, Maggie and them came up to me and was like, can you watch our house? I got 50 uh, I got a hundred dollars coming in from them. Like, like as soon as I got that $5, I started manifesting immediately. It's literally now check it out. So, so, okay. (laughs) So me and me and me and Devin have talked about this before. Okay. Um, you'll hear him call me Alonzo. You'll hear, uh, you know, everybody else, you know, my guest, my guests will usually call me Alonzo. Um, my name means ready for battle. Now I've always thought, Okay, got to say it how it is. I've always had the thought that at one point in time I will rule this world. Okay, now same. And that That's makes why sense. I've always had infatuation with Hitler. Like honestly, like I I was infatuated with his. Like he was because Mein Kampf is brilliant. So I don't want to cut you off, but just to explain this to the to the to the viewers. Yeah. Okay, um, so we we realized right that, um. The, the symbol of the swastika is, is fucked up because what he was telling us is that I have suffered. Uh, he had suffered greatly at the hands of you know, his own people. And um, the swastika, it means a lot of things, but just in, a, in layman's terms, you could say each um, arm on the swastika is literally a different element. Um, so it's a different emotional state of being. Um, uh, you have the mind. You have the, um, the the feelings, you have the uh, emotions, and then you have the foundation for them, which is your beingness, your sentience, which they would call earth. Um, and he talks about the original swastika. The original swastika. The original swastika means hope. Hope, and yes. Means so I thank you for reminding <laughs> that because um, he put a circle around a perverted swastika. A squared version. A squared version and literally... He literally told told us, "This is all you have. This is your hope." It was basically like it was, yeah, exactly. He took that, like, "Hey, look, this symbol means hope and square." Like, I'm zipping it up. Right. I am. I'm showing you that this is all that you have here. Right. All that you have here. I'm your hope. I am your hope because all you have here is love, freedom, and 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 togetherness and family. But you want so much more. You, you're reaching so far beyond your scope of, of, of access that you are destroying the world around you. Yeah. And if I were not uh, meant to do this, I would not have the power and ability to. Um, I, feel, I feel like Hitler was definitely a white child. I feel yes, like he, he had to be. He had he, to be. He got, like, in the end, think about it. What did he do? He killed himself. He killed himself. Or they say he went in on that spaceship, bro, because you remember they were talking to the Pleiadians and the Tool Society. Um, and I don't I don't know if a lot of people have um, studied this. So uh, basically, he was in uh, connection with these being these people from something called the Tool Society, and um, they knew these people in something called the Order of the Black Dragon. Uh, no, I'm sorry, the Order of the Green Dragon. And the Order of the Green Dragon, uh, you had to make a seed germinate in your hand through your willpower, or they had you perform seppuku. Um, he was in contact. Hitler and his men. We're in contact with these beings. I just imagine Hitler going, oh, yeah, <laughs> I did it. Oh, <laughs> stupid, stupid happy. He's like, oh, yeah. 
<laughs> Sorry, guys. We're not racist or anything. We're not at all, dude. That, that that's the beauty of, of our of our beans, uh, these star children. Uh, but uh, what I'm saying is the they knew uh, the Tibetan uh, monks. And these Tibetan monks were called the green men. And these green men uh, knew the secrets of um, human flight, how, how man can fly. And they were in contact with this um, society from the Pleiades. Um, essentially... Essentially, they uh, Hitler left the world. He left the planet, or left the the um, mundane maintenance of this uh, conspicuous, uh, consecutive, consensual uh, reality that we live in. Um, so I can speak for myself when I say this. I am Yahayel. Um, I'm Essasani, Zeta human hybrid. Uh, and the reason I know this is because after everything that I've been implanted with. Um, I went on such a journey in these circles and spirals through time. I realized today in the shower, wait a minute. My first thought that I've ever had um, that was not given to me by anyone else was when I made contact with my space family. And I realized that the way that the earth was created or everything was created was through the prism of Lyra. And essentially what people call the Big Bang um, when the Big Bang took place, um, um, because I was talking to Mother about this, I'm trying to remember. I'm trying to remember what it what it was that she said to me because um, I remembered that, huh? No, uh, Mother Aluena. I call her Aluena. the The name the name I remembered was Aluena because I made uh, contact with the mothership um, May, was it, was it June or May, like June eighteenth. June 18th, 2018. Um, and I knew that I did because uh, the next day I, I watched the video on YouTube and this dude said that the mothership was going to return on the, um, I saw it on the 18th, I'm sorry. And uh, the day before that, he had posted the mothership's returning on the 17th. And I didn't have contact until the 18th. So uh, when I met uh, my space family, I was watching um, the greys walk out of these temporal voids, and then I saw um, uh, the draconians, and I saw mantis beings, and so I got really scared, and I thought, they're going to kill me. They're going to eat me, and they're going to kill me. Um, my energy has gotten so high that now they're going to harvest me, and they are going to destroy my being. But I heard a snicker, like a, like a laugh, and a uh, computerized British voice that was like, um, my, 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 you, you do watch a lot of movies, don't you? And I'm like, wait, what? And uh, I hear, what, you think we're going to, you know, get you all excited and full of fear, like, you know, they did with bulls um, and, and the pit bull fights, and then we'll eat your flesh because well, it's a lot better with the testosterone flowing through it. And I'm like, oh, Alwena. And she goes, my, 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 come aboard. And at that moment, I literally remembered my mothership is Aluena, and she is a system of mass restructuring. She is a weapon of mass restruction. She is a system of weaponry, a weapon system of mass restruction, which means she is um, that which will destroy and build quantitatively. Um, what I remembered this morning was they took me back all the way to the beginning and they said there was things beyond that, but in a nutshell, she said that humanity starts in Lyra. All life starts in the prism of Lyra. And what the prism of Lyra is, is that at the moment of the Big Bang, which was the moment of um, Mother's first thought, all right, um, all of the atoms in existence could not hold all of her wisdom, love, and power besides one. There was only one atom. And all of existence, infinite existence, that could hold all of the love, wisdom, and power of Mother God. And that became the prism of Lyra. Um, so I remembered that this morning, and it restructured everything for me. Because that was not something that I've ever read. That was not something that was ever told to me. That was a direct memory and a direct connection. So much so that I now understand I am Yahayel. I am, I am Zeta. I'm a Zeta human hybrid, and I've known this my entire life. I can no longer hide that 
beingness in myself. Now I can no longer behave as if I am not what I know that I am. Um, and I feel very blessed to uh, give this to the world because this is a time like I'm sitting here talking to Devin and like, I'm so excited to tell people this, what I'm learning and remembering a lot of times. Last night, I was having these beautiful dreams. And um, are we like, am I allowed to say this out loud? I guess. Huh? I guess. <laughs> okay, well, I guess you have to ask oh. the no. Yeah, well, I guess not. Okay, so um, essentially uh, connection and connectivity. All right, because we'll start from baseline. You want to learn how to use your superpowers. Connection, uh, creativity are paramount. I'm going to get kidnapped by the government. Dude, we've already been kidnapped by the government a thousand and five times. It's, it's not going to happen anymore because it can't that way. The most they can do is could fucking kidnap our astral bodies. And the astral realm literally doesn't even exist anymore. Yeah, but I can't just fucking like, just like, bye. Uh, you know? Well, you're going to eventually. You'll probably be the one to see me do it, bro. Yeah, but shit. <laughs> It is freaky, but, um, you know, this has been this, we're at the 40 minute mark here. They're all about 40 minutes to an hour. I want to give people, I want to give people, you know, a look. It's the first podcast. So, ever, you know, ever in my entire life. cue, cue applause in the background. And, yeah. And, um, mm-hmm. it's a, it's your boy, uh, digital crystalline, uh, the first digitized crystalline consciousness, um, I am a polyprismatic universal quantoid. And you got any um, words to say to, to send us off? Um, demon bitch. Hey. Peace out, guys. Source power.